0: Thank you for joining me on this journey and welcome to episode 78 of Remembering Our Way Home. This week our featured guest is beloved daughter, granddaughter, wife, healer, and entrepreneur Saket Taimba. As a native of Atlanta, Georgia, Saket explains how her ancestors have helped her to navigate her life journey and live on purpose. Welcome to Remembering Our Way Home, a weekly podcast to inspire, enlighten, and empower listeners
1: via personal testimonies, discussions, and interviews with featured individuals who have embraced the transformational an ancient practice of ancestral veneration. Thank you, Saket, for joining me this afternoon on Remembering Our Way Home. So tell me, what comes to your mind or what do you think about when you hear the word ancestors?
2: I think about um, all of the people that have came before me, um, whether they're in my bloodline or um, just influential people that, um, you know, helped make differences in why we're able to maneuver in the way that we are here because of the sacrifices they made during those times.
0: Cool.
1: And so how did you first become aware of this idea of your ancestors, or what was your very first encounter with them? Hmm. Well, my mom um, raised me
2: um pretty spiritually aware um she was a part of of fear society when I was younger um and they're very big on and um you know honoring your ancestors and you know just learning about African spirituality in certain aspects so I didn't grow up in a church where I feel like a lot of people it kind of causes some disconnect with so the fact that I was raised in a spiritual manner made it easier to understand the concept of having ancestors and being able to, you know, connect with spirits and being able to know that your ancestors are still here with you, even if they're physically aren't. So
1: I definitely can say that started at a young age. Right. And so tell me about your first encounter with them where, you know, where this idea of your ancestors became real, like, okay, yeah, this is this is not my imagination. This thing is real. Hmm. experience. hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I guess I probably should say when they started to um appear in my dreams. Um wow. or talk to me when I would meditate. Mm. Um and that started happening and I've only had it happen probably like four or five times throughout my life. More so now, since my grandma passed away in 2020, she talks to me more than I um, have had any of my ancestors speak to me, um, uh-huh. which I'm very grateful for, because I miss her dearly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it definitely started, i hmm, will probably say when I was a teenager, because I can remember feeling like I heard my great-grandma but not sure if I was making it up in my head.
0: <laughs> I yeah. feel like
2: it's kind of how you start to figure that, like, hmm, did I did I make up her voice or did I really hear her voice? But that's after right. it happens, you know, I feel like a couple times, or you know, like, well, I wasn't even thinking about her, and it just came out of nowhere. It's like, hmm, you know. So that's probably when it kind of started for me and made it really, real it wasn't just you know I'm feeding their pictures on the shrines anymore it's like no they really are here with me you know we are really feeding them (laughs) and giving them water and they're here (laughs) you know Uh, it's not just the practice of it anymore it's like oh no we in this right okay okay
1: so what would you say are some of the blessings magic and miracles you've witnessed in your life as a result of developing this relationship with your ancestors
2: Hmm. I feel like through developing my relationship with my ancestors, I've been able to trust myself more, which is a blessing and a miracle in itself because there's it's so many things I feel like that are out here to try to poke holes in your trust or insecurities and just trusting or having that, you know, not having that feeling and knowing that, you know, you somebody has your back on a deeper level than just, being here in the physical, just it, it, it makes you feel a little bit more powerful, for real. Like, it's very empower, empowering. and almost makes you feel fearless in a lot of aspects, which I feel like I coincide with being able to trust myself. Um, yeah. If I can't trust myself, then I have fear,
1: you know? Yeah, definitely. Can you think of anything magical happening? Like, I, I know there's countless things that, you know, have happened in my life that I'm like, wow, that was my ancestors. Can you think about anything just just really, really magical that just kind of blew you away, just like, wow, anything? Um,
2: yeah, I, I can't say that. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind, though, wasn't even my situation, but my sister was in a really bad car accident a couple years ago. Um, a car accident probably would have taken her life, but I believe the ancestors be covering us and know that we're we, we so ignorant, you know. We don't know no better, and they be having to make sure we okay so we can learn from our mistakes. Right. So I definitely um have seen that, you know, escaping death is definitely one of those things I feel like our ancestors be the ones helping oh. us through those, you know, experiences and transitions, because I know I've had near-death experiences and I, on my sisters and i really can only leave that up to the ancestors because how are we alive i do not know so
1: how has developing a relationship with your ancestors guided you on your life journey how has it guided me mm, sorry
2: my language it's i feel (laughs) i feel like it's guided me in like so many different ways like i I don't even know how to, like, describe it between, you know, moving states sometimes with no plan or no money, but a way it's been made because it's what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, like, just they they guide me in so many ways. Like, like, I literally lived through, like, especially the last year or so, I've been making it very intentional to just be guided. Like, I am a vessel here to do what it is I'm supposed to do, so you let me know what that is and yeah. really walking in that, you know, as I ended up in Charlotte. Like, was, I, I don't know why I'm here, but it, I was cool to come here. The way events set up for me to be here is like, hmm, very interesting, you know. So it's just like, okay, I'm just waiting to see the reasons, and I'm starting to see, you know, the reasons and why things are, you know, unfolding the way that they were. But I, one thing I've learned is not the question spirit. When you hear what you're supposed to do, you need to just, you know, do it. If you got – Questions about okay, bet I'm gonna do that. But can you let me know how I might be able to make this happen? Okay, that's cool. But questioning yeah. the why, sometimes it's not meant for us to know why right now.
1: You just need to mm-hmm. do, be obedient, mm-hmm.
2: and that's something that I'm learning.
1: Yeah. So yeah, living on divine purpose and following your following your destiny, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. What kind of special things do you do for your ancestors? Whether it's daily, weekly, or monthly. Um, I talk to them. It's
2: not quite routine because I just moved and I'm working on finding their space and my new place. Um, but before when I had their altar set up, um, I have um, at least the ones that I can remember or I find that have been you know, pretty influential in my life. I write down my ancestors' name on a piece of paper. So, when I would wake up in the morning, I would say, you know, grand rising to them and call out each of their names and tell them how much I love them and thankful for them. You know, so that's something that I enjoy doing because sometimes I think they forget, they think we might forget about them. And we all want to feel remembered and want to feel loved. And even though they're helping me more than I even know, I want them to know that, you know, whatever you need, I'm here to help you do too. That's why I'm so big on healing the generational curses. I feel like it helps to heal them, even though they aren't here, and it helps to heal
1: my bloodline that I haven't created yet. So it's double healing, back healing yeah. and forward healing. Oh. <laughs> and so, Saket, do you notice a difference in your family dynamics and or your relationships as a result of venerating your ancestors?
2: Definitely. Um, I feel like the truth comes to the surface more, Um it's definitely brought me and my husband um, closer together, us being able to call on our ancestors and him, you know, recognizing the people that be on his spirit team and then, you know, our spirit team is working together because I have some of his ancestors written down on my altar, like, because we share ancestor altar. So we put both of our ancestors on the same altar. Um, and, you know, just being able to talk to them, and I feel like it, it helps even with me and him be having issues or something like that. You know, I can call on his grandma and be like, you know what, you know, maybe you need to, you know, put something in your grandson that he don't even know he might need or, you know, different stuff along those lines. I call on my stepdad's grandparents and his grandma and my mama's mom. And, you know, when I'm having a hard time Mm -hmm. with my family, like y'all need to get y'all kids. I don't know what's wrong with them, but y'all need to talk to them. Like, I I try to keep it real interpersonal still, you know, and it's very sacred, and they're very important to me.
1: That's beautiful. Do you have a special film, book, or song that comes to mind first when you think about your ancestors? My grandma used to love
2: singing Amazing Grace. Even though she wasn't the best singer, she was, she was good for singing that. So that's the first song um, that comes to my mind. And uh, one of my God grandparents, she does, like, an ancestor study group every two months or something like that. So she's been doing that since I was, like, in high school. And we were singing this song, um, um, My Mama Prayed For Me She had me on her mind Took the time to pray for me. So every time I sing that song and you go through each family member that you know took the time to pray for me, it always reminds me of my mm-hmm. ancestors and That's just
1: beautiful. giving
2: gratitude and you know and feeling that feeling of
1: love and thankfulness. Oh, oh you're feel like tears are trying to come. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
2: you. Thankful, you know, because they really done didn't even know what they were doing at the time they were here, but they did so much little you know and I want them to know I appreciate all the sacrifices I know their life is hard, and I can imagine but you know there's different generations different times we've gone through many different things in our own way
0: although you grew up in this tradition, was there ever a time where you experienced fear or doubt about this path, and if so, how did you overcome it?
2: Um, just recognizing that it started with self. I feel like some of the spiritual practices um, my mom had us involved in, they still have you looking outside for so much. And I feel like that's what religion does. So sometimes in spirituality, I don't think they teach us enough about the self-awareness key. And it's so important to develop your self-awareness because that's what helps you connect to your higher self, which is connecting to God and the universe. Mm. Um Oh, the older I got and recognized and knew that I could develop my own practices. Everything does not have to be by this book or by this way. Like, yes, things have been passed down. But so some things right. have been, you know, whitewashed in certain aspects. Like none of us, I don't know if any of us are really getting what our indigenous people really did. So at the end of the day, we all got to go off our own spirits. And I just right. feel guided by my spirit to do the different things that I need to do, whether that be with spiritual baths, rituals, meditating, libation, however, whichever mm-hmm. way you want to do certain things, just being able to do it in the way that sits right with your spirit is the biggest yes. thing I feel like I've had to learn separately.
1: Yes. That is big that is so big for me I've always been one to um to put my spirit first you know even in my in my desire to learn and grow more spiritually and being attracted to people mm-hmm. who were you know of more experience or more training my spirit you know has always uh, has always um been been strong enough to say you know what i don't think it's good for me to work with this person like yeah they may know all this Mm -hmm. and they may be this title or whatever but i need to Mm -hmm. i want to feel safe and i want to feel
0: you know i want to feel
1: peace you know follow my own i don't want to be following nobody else what they say is right (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that's I'm, i'm so big about that and it's kept me safe and kept me on my path to my destiny i believe just being true to myself, yeah father, say it. <laughs> it's so, it's so, so important. So, Saket, so why is developing a relationship with your ancestors important? Because
2: I believe that developing that relationship with my ancestors helps me to unlock certain DNA within myself that they passed down to me that maybe I didn't get to have certain conversations with them in the physical that maybe now I can connect with their spirit and my spirit you know, within that realm to be able to do what it is that I need to do here, you know, to continue on the work that they weren't able to finish or, you know, just to keep the, the energy alive from different aspects.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And finally, what would you say to inspire or encourage others who are interested in cultivating a spiritual relationship with their ancestors?
2: I would say that it's not this big magical thing that I feel like sometimes people make the same. Like, it's really simple. <laughs> like, it's so simple. Like, and I feel like it's been so overcomplicated. I feel like sometimes that's what kind of shy, makes people shy away because they feel like they're like, all these steps. But it's really just coming as you are, you know, and being open. To knowing that there's more than you, so much more than you, and that there are energies here that were here before you that are, you know, literally sent here to protect you, whether you got to meet them, whether they're in your direct bloodline or not. These are energies sent here to help protect you, and it's essential to developing those relationships just like we develop our day-to-day relationships, you know?
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, thank you so much for um, for that insight, powerful wisdom,
0: When things change in you, things change around you. This is the truth that Sai lives and works as a self-love coach, a holistic doula, a certified herbalist, and a creator of intentional spiritual products. Sa has found joy in creating holistic products and in providing services to help support people in becoming their best selves. Although she was raised in both Hampton VA and Cleveland, Ohio, she is the perfect mix of country and city girl. Currently as a resident of Charlotte, North Carolina, Saquette's collective experiences early on in life have helped her to value living how her ancestors did. Sa values all things nature and natural. She aspires to live a sustainable and eco-friendly lifestyle while learning and preparing to disconnect from the system of a fallen and soulless society. Saquette is a breaker of generational curses looking to inspire and influence others to fight against the narrative and create their own story as the past does not define one's future. You can't heal in the same environment you got sick is another one of Sa's expressions of truth that has shifted her life trajectory as she is optimistic that her life experiences will be a testimony for others to do the same. This week's scripted wisdom is in reflection of our guest, Sakit Tayemba, and in honor of her path. Next to God, we are indebted to women, first for life itself, and then for making it worth living. Mary McLeod Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. A woman is free if she lives by her own standards and creates her own destiny. If she prizes her individuality and puts no boundaries on her hopes for tomorrow. Mary McLeod Bethune.